Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where we talk books, drink booze, and have beards. All right. As always, I am Bob, who tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I'm always hungry, Tanya. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hungry, yeah. hungry hippo over here. We're very much a one take. Like, it is it is incredibly rare for us to start a podcast over. Episode. The podcast is the but, whole thing. It's an episode that we're doing. Oh, so, my God. It's so rare Semantics for us, matter. It's, it's so rare for us to restart an episode. We did such a bad take that two minutes in, no, we... No, 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 no. We didn't do a bad take. Derek you and I were, were doing literally just fine. reading the bag of raised. I was trying to chips. kill time while you were scrolling through your email, unprepared. Oh my god! Speaking <laughs> of that email, uh, what well, kind of sparked all? First off, if you will leave us a review on iTunes, we will read it on the air. We uh, we finally got enough reviews on iTunes that it actually shows we're rated five stars on iTunes. But uh, but people aren't really leaving reviews; they're just leaving stars. And as much as I do love and appreciate the stars, I'd like. I'd like a, some reviews so they can read them on the air. That'd be neat. Yeah. So leave us a review on the iTunes, and we'll read on the air. But, so, back in December, Yikes. Uh, we got an email from Les, and I didn't realize that the uh, our emails weren't forwarding to my actual email account, the booksbeardsmoves at Gmail, which you can email us at booksbeardsmoves at Gmail and Dot talk com. to us. And uh, I didn't realize they weren't forwarding, so I missed this. But here we go. Whoopsie. Dear Bob, Derek, and unpaid intern Tanya. Yay. I was listening to your discussions on Dune and was inspired to write in. First, Bob is right that it's one of the best books ever. Mm. Personally, Children of Dune is the better book of the series, but it suffers from having you traverse the novel long prologue that is Dune Messiah beforehand. Mm. Second... If you're looking for another dense classic to tear into for season three, I would like to recommend my personal favorite book of all time, Stranger in a Strange Land by Robert A. Heinlein. Heinlein, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know if you've ever read it, but I would love to hear your thoughts, even though Tanya will probably hate it with an intense passion. That sounds like me. Looking forward to season three. Um, we might do some Heinlein at some point, uh, but I don't think we'll do Stranger in a Strange Land. Although I do want to read that, I don't think y'all would like it. Oh, I don't think Tanya would like it. So maybe as I was say, you a don't know my life. Season wrap up. Give me some time to read it while I can read it and something else. Because I don't want to push. If it's going to be Dooney, I don't want to push through it. And it's going to be shorter than Dune, I think. But I, I don't know. We'll 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 and we'll investigate. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Let's um, please. But let's I do please. The listener. I do appreciate old Les sending us a message. And, you know, it was kind of brief, but, you know, sometimes Les God, is more. God, I was waiting on it. How, is, how does he ever talk to you anymore? Like, you make that joke every I time. I do. Every time I see him, just about. God, how does he not punch you right in the face? Because he's a good friend. God, my socks are adorable. This Look is where we're going with this podcast. Anyway, all They're right. Pushina, so this is. Pushinicorns. This is Very our appropriate for HB Lovecraft Day. This is our monthly uh, short reads episode. If you haven't, zip over to booksbeardsbooze.com, click on the short reads tab, and there are two links there to some HP Lovecraft stories The Cats of Ulthar and The Doom That Came to Sarnath. And I picked these stories, and people probably won't like them as much as I do, but okay. 
that you're Bob of Tales by Bob, so <laughs> yeah. fuck it. <laughs> um, so we've done, uh, we did uh, The Rats in the Walls on the podcast, before, yeah. which was real good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but here's the thing. H.P. Lovecraft is best known for Cthulhu and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite stuff he wrote is his non-Cthulhu shit, which is what's known as his dream uh, his like dreamland cycle or his dream cycle. So Lovecraft was heavily, heavily, heavily influenced by a man named Lord Dunsany. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. And so he the the dreamland stuff is more Dunsany esque. Okay. Uh, and so both of these stories were written in 1920. Uh, this was kind of the period where he's writing the most of his dreamland stuff. He would write it on into like the early 30s, but really the bulk of it is written around here. So, um, what did y'all think? Tanya. I enjoyed the Cats of Ulfar. Uh-huh. Because, one, cats. Yeah. Two, um, kind of a dream for me, being a cat lady, would be to die and have the cats clean my skeleton and then have people just show up at my house and be like, you know, we ain't seen that bitch in a while and show up at my house and I'm just like picked over a skeleton in my house. She's a serial killer. <laughs> so when that happened to the people in the cabin, I was like, oh, great. One, it's vengeance. And two, I want that to happen to me after I'm dead. I don't want to be eaten alive by cats. I want to already die. You can see Bama eating me. I can see Bama eating me now. He's like 27 pounds. That cat at least 30. <laughs> He's so fat and adorable. I love I, him so much. I don't think I want to know you two anymore. Well, let's just let's just talk about the catch at Ulthar first. Yeah. All right, so you like catch at Ulthar. Yeah. Derek, did you like catch of Ulthar? It was it was it was okay. Okay. Uh, my my opinion on both of these spoiler alert is they were okay. Okay. That's fine. Like I found Cats of Ulthar easier to read. Um the story was more straightforward. And I mean, I was, I liked the story itself better. So mm-hmm. I was more engaged. Um, but I liked it. I, I didn't like how the village people were like, well, well, lost another cat. Well, I guess I'll get another one until the traveling band of people came on and the kid was like, you fucking got my kitty. Yeah. Which I feel that, I feel that rage. Yeah. So. Now I enjoyed the Cats of Wolfar. I don't know if I liked it better than Rats on the Walls. I know we're yeah. not talking about that, but I think I like mm-hmm. Rats in the Walls better because there was just more, more to more, it. More meat on that bone. Yeah, but no, yeah. the Cats of Ulthar, I enjoyed the, it. There was, uh, it was kind of weird, like, there, someone who's a big Lovecraft fan might listen to this and, like, just really ream me out. There's kind of, like, there's a heart to find a good in-between on these. So it was, like, I could give you these two that are kind of shorter mm-hmm. or, like, ones that are practically novellas. Yeah, like some of the stories get real long. Yeah. And I just, uh, I kind of erred on the side of. No, I mean, I shorter. was perfectly happy with Cats of Ulthar, but. Yeah. Yeah. Cult, Cats of Ulthar is my favorite of the Dreamland yeah. stuff, I think. But um, the Doom that came to Sarnath, just the tone of that story has stuck with me more than almost any Lovecraft story. Yeah. Derek, thoughts? So, I don't. So I have thoughts, but it's going to kind of go into why I am not a huge Lovecraft fan. I don't know if we want to do that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, just dive in. We'll just talk about whatever. Well, so here's the thing. 
there are certain categories that I look at books in or writing. The in. categories of both are, yeah. <laughs> okay, I actually kind of like that one actually. Um, but uh, no, so um, so character. Yeah, they there none. there were none in either one of these, but that arguably is, the little kid in the first story, but not really. I mean, you don't get any sort of you real know, characterization. Yeah, yeah I, he's a plot device, not a character. Right, and and for example, like this is why I liked Rats in the Walls better. There's a character. Yeah. I'm following a character, mm-hmm. so I have that. So, and as we have discovered through conversation, I kind of need a character in a story. Yeah. So, that was a strike against it. True. Um, then the pros. This is all telling, no showing. I like showing. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, then, also, you get to the part where, uh, like, so that's those two. I'll say this. I think, all right, so uh, in somewhat of a defense, while fully acknowledging that this is a lot of telling, not showing, in somewhat of a defense of that, that's a little more in line with the with style, the style of, of writing the at the time. But exactly. that's not to say that Which is oh, why well, I, you should like it. No, um, no, no. But also, partly that's in, in line with the time. But also, I think to a degree, because... Even this is a little bit more telly than showy than other Lovecraft stuff. That's what I'm saying. And it's like I, I like. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, I, but I think that may have been a conscious choice because I think, and I don't, I don't really know, but I almost feel like Lovecraft was kind of like telling a history. Well, well, well. Partly, partly it is telling a yeah. history, which is again, which... but also um, he talks about in another story. The dreamlands appear different to every person in it. So, like, everyone who goes to the dreamlands, they appear slightly different. So, I almost wonder if that may have been a conscious choice of, like, a lot of telling to give you more room to do your own showing to a degree. And I don't know that, but it's something I've kind of always... That's not... I. So, I'm going to push back on that in the fact that there was an... That's not exactly what I mean. Uh, when I'm saying showing or telling rather than showing, he's just telling me a narrative of a story, not letting me experience what is actually happening. I'm not experiencing the story. I am being told the story. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Because in uh, the doom that the doom came to Sarnath, came to Sarnath uh, there is a epic crap ton of description in that. Like there is a... It describes the glowing the green in, water. The, the entire high city is outlined. All these gems that I had to go and be like, what the fuck does that even look like? It, right. Go tab right. over and be like, oh. Which, so I was listening to this and I was like, I know if I say I don't like this, Bob's going to be like, but you like description. I'm like, I do, but. This is too I'm much not, description. Well, that too, but also I'm, be, I'm being told it. It's not letting me. I'm thinking more of the Cats of Ulthar. It doesn't really have Well, I felt like Cats of Ulthar was more, it felt like. For me, more of a fairy tale, so I didn't expect to. To me, it was like a, a fucked up just so story by Rudyard Kipling. Is but, kind of the vibe. I but got. also, here, here, I'm glad we talked about this because I had kind of gotten to a point where I had forgotten my point. My next point is plot. Mm-hmm. Both of these plots, there was nothing that surprised me about it at all. Like it was just like, so so when I'm when I'm reading a book, I need I need a character that I can latch onto, which I didn't have in these short stories. I need it to let me experience the story along with somebody. I didn't get that. It was being told to me. Uh, and then the plot, 
I wasn't surprised at any point. Yeah. It was just kind of things went along the... So it just, it's not okay. for me, but yeah. it's not that it, I'm not saying it was bad. It just, it's not, it's not oh, for me. I think those are all fair critiques. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, but it was one of those things where I was like, but I, but I did enjoy the story. I just. Yeah. I, I think I just have a weird soft spot for stories like this. Like these are like, and I don't know why, but I just love stories like this. Well, like, I love the. These like tiny, like. Historical fairy tale. I think. Oh no, no. I love. I kinda. I love the the feel of it. Like the. I don't even know. Atmosphere how to, almost. Yeah. Like yeah. the the feel of is fucking fascinating to me. Like that's why I want to like mm. his stuff a lot more than I actually do. Yeah. Because the idea of the mind fuck and the yeah the ain't the past history and like this super. Uh, and it's not, it's not, these aren't Cthulian, Cthulian, yeah. but uh, the Cthulian. There is a very like slight that. overlap. Like they make reference to like Night Gaunt and Azathoth and Gnarly and Thotel. But, and but stuff like but that, like. These are, these are generally considered to be their own But thing. the, the, the feel is a feel I really enjoy. It's just the stories themselves are never structured in a way that I can yeah. appreciate. The, uh, uh, I'd be interested to get you to read. One like of the a, longer ones mm-hmm. that's more traditionally a story. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so we, I might I might sling one your way. I mean, there, you can find them all for free online. I mean, yeah. stuff's open source. So, Tanya, you look like you had something you wanted to. Oh, I was just listening. Oh. Like, well, when it got to the doom, of... the doom of Sarnath. Yeah, um, the doom that came to that Sarnath. came to Sarnath. Yeah. yeah, I end. I enjoyed the overarching story. Mm-hmm. About that, just kind of retribution kind doom. of thing, and it's like. Did you sing the doom song? Doom, 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 doom. doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's made a Zim reference for yes. all you people out there. Uh, so I mean, I enjoyed the overarching story, but it be it became too descriptive. Or like, if if I'm having to tab over to figure out <laughs> what it is you're talking about, can you just what's a barrel light? What's a yeah? And then I finally was just like, fuck it, I'm not. It's just going to be cool. A bunch of gemstones yeah. all over well, the everything. Honestly, Opulent. I like, couldn't ridiculous. tell you what either of those really look like. And I'm somewhat of a rock guy a little bit. Not like. I mean, I thought you were real into rock. Not anymore. He's hmm. more of a bluegrass guy. Yeah. I'm, Fair. I'm really into that folk, that folk punk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, like I, uh, I mean, I, my dad was a petroleum engineer. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, on, I know, like, Lapis, Lucy or whatever. I think that's lapis blue. Lazuli. Yeah. But, like, so... Onyx like, is black. Whenever I come across stuff like that, most of the time, like, if it's just part of a description, and I know it's a gem, most of the time, I don't yeah. even look it up. I just... It's a gem of some sort. I don't really Unless need to it know plays a, a central well, part, like, I need to know the color kind of for the, thing. the plot. I've realized a lot of colors that I thought, like, like words that were colors... I have the completely like wrong idea of what color that is. I'm sorry. Example. I yeah, please. Like uh, taupe. What color is taupe? It's kind of like it's... a gray purple. Yeah, I thought it was green. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Uh, what color was mauve? One of them? what color? A purple mauve? as well. See, I thought it was like a red. Mm-mm. Mm. Um. But there's a few. Like there's just a few colors that over the years that I've never seen. I've just read them, and yeah. I've just. 
established yeah. my own context for them. So now you don't want you don't, reality to interfere. Yes, with I just like it's like whatever. I just like one color. that yeah. always got me, and I still don't know that I'm entirely just uh, ochre or uh, uh, ochre. Is that it's orange? kind of the ready brown? Yeah, okay. right. It's the, you know the only reason I I because I was reading a lot from Momentum and I had to look it up. I was like, oh, it's the color of dried blood. Got yeah, it. yeah, it's Makes like a kind sense. of a ready brown. Yeah. I learned that when a uh, Lion King fanfic from middle school. Hmm. Um, the co- An- anth- anthropomorphic what, Lion like, King fanfic. What, what, well, is that chartreuse. what color is chartreuse? No oh, it's kind of a green. Yeah. Totally thought that was well, like a I purple. think this also might be like a guy versus girl thing. Because girls see more one. colors. And that, I mean. But purple versus green, that's extreme. Look, mm-hmm. I my thing is, is I know these things because I would use colors. I also took art classes when I was in like. I wrote in a hyper detailed style at yeah. one point and used colors interchangeably so that I wouldn't reuse the same word. Yeah. And a lot of instances in which colors could be variable in like energy or something like that. Cause yeah. I could make the argument that they've just been course like changing. Mm. Yeah. So I would have, I know a shit ton of ways to say blue. Yeah. But you know, there are places that don't have the word for blue. Like there are there are cultures that don't have a word for blue. Yes. Yeah. I went deep. super deep on that subject uh, about two years ago. Yeah. Uh, seeing blue, and in the cyberpunk setting that me and Brandon Bester Ryan are working on. Yeah. We use the concept of seeing blue to reference uh, if an AI is aware of the fact that it is an AI, it's considered to be able to see blue. Hmm. Um, the concept of seeing blue means like self-awareness kind of deal. Hmm. Uh, there's actually, uh, there's a uh, tribe in Africa that has like 40 different words for the color green. And you can show them a chart. that I looked at this exact same chart. It was like a circle. It was 12 green circles. Yeah. And they're like, pick out what's the, which one of these is a different color green. And I could not do it. But this tribe. Every single time. Every single time they can do it. And kind of similar for like blue, like one of them's blue, and like you know some people can't see the blue, yeah. um, but like it's actually going back to like literature and language. Blue, the word blue, like takes like we didn't see blue until relatively recently, like maybe like a thousand years ago or something like that. Did we ever start like? So you're you, telling the, me I'm a hipster because my favorite color is blue. Well, and I'm like, like oh the, well, of course you the, like that. It's no, so new. No people word know for about blue it. like ever shows up. Like when people are describing the sky, they don't describe it as as blue and stuff like that. Yeah. Like so, it's it's kind of neat. Like look up look up the concept of seeing blue. It's fascinating. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the doom that came to Sarnath. Let's bring it back. <laughs> um, but no, like I enjoyed the overarching story, but it was just it kind of got rambly and wordy i didn't like how it was written lovecraft is very wordy there was too much like in this room they're eating on 17 plates and this one's colored (laughs) red and this one's colored gold and they're eating this fish and i was half first of all you threw all these bodies in a lake and then you're gonna eat the fish that came out of that lake oh so long ago that was a thousand years ago gross um the other thing is uh uh Lovecraft, one of his biggest influences beside Lord Dunsany is Poe. And think about Poe with the mask of the uh, the Red Death. Yeah. Every room is a different yeah. color mm-hmm. yeah. and a theme like that. So, like, he 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 really loved that, like, description, kind of like that. Yeah. So, again, not like a justification, just an explanation. Yeah. But I did like how things were 
even though you had all of that description, there were still so many things left vague that you could make it be what you wanted it to be. So like you've got these people who are just fleeing from the city with looks of terror, but you don't get a good description of that. You get to imagine it however you want it to be. He gives you just enough to just imagine this terrifying scene. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, that's a, that's I always, I always imagine them as uh, like the old Bible cartoons, like as Hebrews running from something. I, I was just okay. Well, that's we're gonna move past that. But well, I th- you never I, watch like those old tilt, like Bible just tilt, cartoons. Just tilt. Stop. No, just, just moving on. Um, I just I it's a very it's it's actually a thing I equate with Lovecraft. I don't know if it's something that other people did before him, although I assume it was, and I don't know if it was done on purpose. But the idea of not being too descriptive about the thing that's terrifying. Because you leave it. Well, that's definitely. I don't know how much people did that before him, but yeah. it's definitely something yeah. like he a lot. A lot of times, like his it's describing the un, indescribable, like right. So he'll be like something that's so twisted and so. Yeah. It's like you can't a, describe a, a, something a, a that's common, so weird that makes someone go insane by looking at. Yeah, it. Yeah, a common thing is like non-Euclidean geometry, like corners and angles that don't make sense. Well, you can't describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't describe that. Like, tell me what's what's a non-Euclidean angle? Like, there, what? Like that's not a that's not a thing. Yeah. And so I just start yeah. seeing weird shit in my head. I'm like, ah, it hurts. And yeah. I stop. Hypno frog. No, so I I liked Hypno Toad. Oh, Hypno Toad. Excuse God. me. Jeez, what God. a fucking pleb. So come correct or don't come at all. <laughs> but yeah, come I like you best not miss. I liked that. Like he's talking about like the basically the bog creatures, and he kind of gives you like, all right, flappy lips. Got some ears happening here. There's a little of this. <laughs> you just kind of figure out. Yeah. You, you put anything else, but here's the bones of it. Yeah. They're Kuatoa. Flappy from lips. From D&D. Basically is how I always imagine them. Mm-hmm. Kuatoa for those I was D&D thinking about like the there. swamp thing. You know, also kind of what I th- could see them looking like. Do y'all ever see the uh, the Hobbit movie? The Ralph Bakshi Probably, animated. it's been a long time. The animated mm-hmm. Hobbit movie. Mm-hmm. What Gollum looks like. That was really kind of creepy. Like Ralph Bakshi, I don't know how much y'all know about him, but he did uh, War Wizards. He did uh, Fire and Ice. Anything ringing a bell here? No. He did. He you did. You know, we spent Christmas Eve watching all those 80s cartoon trailers. Yeah. I didn't really watch any of those. Okay. Well, Ralph Bakshi decided that cartoons shouldn't be for just for kids yeah so he started making movies i he did uh i think he may have done uh rosk on the rats of nim maybe did y'all see that one no uh uh um secret of nim yeah it's based it's based on uh it's based on i used to watch the shit out of the secret of nim we had one of those giant ass console TVs that you had to put on wheels to wheel mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. There's pictures of me and my little two year old ass like plastered up to that glass, like fucking secret of Nim, baby. All right, so he did he did Fritz the Cats, he did Cool World, American Pop. Uh, I don't know. He he did a bunch of movies. Anyway, yeah. Fire and Ice. Uh, but he did like a like a uh, this he, he, the art style that he did for a lot of these was kind of creepy. Yeah. And because they're designed for adults, and you can get away with creepier stuff than what True. kids would, yeah, do. And Gollum was real creepy. I remember I was on a field trip, and we went to CC's when it was back over there uh, by where Sam's used to be. Yeah, and that movie was on the TV. I'm like, wow, that's Gollum's real creepy. And I always kind of imagined them back when their like buffet Gollum. was like two ninety nine. 
So it's let's, only like let's, five ninety nine now. Let's you know back on Pi Day it was hey, three dollar and forty. Yeah, hey, reeling it in, reeling it reeling in. Reeling it Sorry. in. I got distracted by pizza. Um, what? Why are these your favorite? Of of them, uh, the the Doom that came to Sarnath is, I just. I used to absolutely hate any mystery. Like when a book or a story would end without the answer, I hated it. <laughs> I just hated it with a passion. I was like, God damn it, I read this book. You're going to give me the fucking answer, like what the mystery was. And uh, as I started to write, no, I, I get it now. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes... You just want to leave that mystery because you can't – maybe you can't come up with a good idea for what the mystery is. Or maybe you just know that whatever people can come up with in their heads is going to be better than what you can come up with. Um, yeah, like what's in the case and on Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um the briefcase. It's, I mean, it's clearly it's, it's his soul, but um, the soul of Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, yeah. that's why um, he had abandoned it. Back this yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, but so like – but the Doom that came to Sarnath is one of those stories like – yeah, it's you know heavily implied that it was these these creatures come back kind of deal, but it's never like explicitly stated. Like it's kind of a just like oh, what else going on here? Like there's just and it hints like part of why I like Lord of the Rings so much is like it hints at so much history. Like yeah. little throwaway lines like imply so much else to the world, and so like Demon came to Starnath like it. You get one tiny quasi story about one city, but it hints at so much else and like so much rich history and yada yada yada. And I just, I re- to me, it's like because it's real fucking short, and like it, the tone, just the tone, like the is impeccable and just like the the hints at so much more. I just really love that. Um, also, like it's very descriptive. Ooh, excuse me. But to a large degree, it's kind of clear description. A lot of Lovecraft stuff is, it can be kind of purpley. A lot of words and, that don't necessarily. Yeah. And sometimes you're just slogging through words. Like this has a lot of description, but to me, it, didn't, it doesn't, it never, it never feels like a slog. Like yeah. um, sometimes Lovecraft can be a bit of a slog. Like his description is just a bit whatever. Um, but this, like, even though it's a lot of description and Demon Kemp Starnath, I just really fucking love it. And catch the come to Uthar. Uh, uh, ju- I love like justice stories kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's part of why I love that. It's like okay, people, you know, people who are shitty to cats. Like I'm not saying people who are shitty to cats should die. Um, if this was in real life, I wouldn't want those people to get eaten by cats. Um, Some of us wish that for ourselves. But in in a story, just like the the kind of the justice and just like again, it also hints at so much history there. You know, it's like you know, hey, they don't fuck with cats in Ulthar. You know, they and, here, what they and here's why. <laughs> yeah. And it, it reminds, like I said, it reminds me of a fucked up just so story by Rudyard Kipling. And I love the just so stories by Rudyard Kipling. Um, and so this is like a just so story for grownups. Yeah. And I like that. I so. love how the cats were like, when they finally, when they came back after that night, they were like, nah, bro, I don't need to eat. I'm real full. <laughs> like all the cats in town were and like, you know, that's why, that's why it's fiction. Oh yeah, because no, they're right. Tried to Cats eat would and eat. Then throw yeah. that shit back yeah. up. Yeah, Bama would have eaten both of those people by himself. Come back and meowed at you as though he, yeah, squawk. He doesn't meow. I have. There's food literally in the bowl. 
Yeah, and he would demand more food and yeah. then puke on your clean clothes. He doesn't do that often. He normally goes and pees in the living room on the floor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that that's better. It is. At least it's not carpet. So, but yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed these stories. Um, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I mean, like these are really short, so there's not that much to go into. Yeah. And, um, yeah. the Doom at Sarnath was 18 minutes long. <laughs> was it? Yeah. How was it? Where did you listen to it at? YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I may have been unable to access the HP Lovecraft page at uh, work. work. Okay. So I was like, I wonder if they have any any of these on YouTube because I can just listen to them while I'm yeah. working. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like I said, they're all in the public domain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, That's so. why I was surprised when it didn't pull up. Because I was like, yeah. it's not like it got taken down. Like yeah, it's no. free. Like I could. Mm. So um, next month is poetry month. So we haven't quite nailed down exactly how we're going to do it. There's probably not going to be a read for y'all to read. That's probably not how we're going to do this. We're probably just with every episode, one of us is going to read you a poem that we like. And probably it'll just be me or Tanya because Derek doesn't want to read poems on the air. And I don't really blame him. But He can um, pick. I'll read. But yeah, so we're each going to pick a couple poems to read to y'all so probably not going to do a short read episode because also we're not poetry people for real so we're we're not really going to discuss like i'm i ain't I, I, I ain't got best. 30 minutes on talking about a story we can talk or about, about, we can about, talk about, about poem. shakespeare and how he can, invented all these words i, I can important. Neat, i but. can give you 30 minutes on a poem but I don't want True. to. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, we could like, cause, like Kublai Khan, like that that poem fascinates the fuck out of me. Oh that's no, I mean, uh, one of my picks, well, probably uh, Robert Frost, um, F- Fire Nice. Yeah, I wrote a Roth boxing movie callback. I wrote a m- pear salad a whole callback. <laughs> <laughs> but you wrote a whole paper on. I it. I wrote a whole paper on it, analyzing it, and it was one of the more enjoyable experience. I. So the dirty secret is I actually really like poetry. I just it takes time and yeah. to like go it's through It's hard for me to sit don't... down and read poetry at length. Like I can read a poem or two, but it's hard for me to sit down and oh, read no. a book of poems. This I'm bitch not going to got that Rupi Kaur book and has had it for a year. I'm going to sit down and read like one or two of them and like break it down. Like that's what I would end up doing. I'm not going to I just want to read and be done. Um, but yeah, so y'all don't have anything to read for next month. We're going to read to y'all, you Yay. special little snowflakes. Um, but then the month after that, I think we're going to let Yikes. Tanya pick us a couple stories. Yikes. Oh, oh no. Lord. Oh, oh Lord. No. Oh, Lord. Baby Jesus. So Buckle them seatbelts, y'all. Yeah. So, all right. Um, y'all going to do that while I'm out of town? Oh, you are going to be out of town for part of that, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. Figure it out. Um, all right. So in the coming week, as you are embraced in the bubble-wrappy goodness that is mm. your 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 coming few days. Well, it's, um, not, it's not the these beginning be- of the week. Huh? It's not the beginning of the week. <laughs> this is the end of the week. Well, it's all, there's always a coming week. Will you write where, these where, down? I feel where, like you're just... Where, I every, mean, weeks start on Sunday up, or Monday, dude. Weeks don't start on Wednesdays. Why they end they? on Wednesdays for Bob. They? Why can't they? Yeah. They, are you trying my to say week, that his week, lived experience doesn't count? 
is my living experience not valid to you? Well, he speaks his own existence into reality. So Ooh, who am I to <laughs> argue callback. with that? Um, but <laughs> be he, careful or you won't be anybody. He'll unmake right, you. I'll unmake you. <gasps> um, so, uh, but to answer your question, Derek, no, I don't think of these ahead of time. I basically look around the room yeah, and try I figured, and find I figured, yeah. <laughs> that was why I said, hey, maybe write some. No, like, just no. In the coming week, don't let your week be like a half full bag of trash oh hanging God. from the wall. Hey, <laughs> Way to put him the, on blast. Leave the ad libbing to me. <laughs> I'm ad libbed at um, <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right. Um, yeah, something, blessings, beards. By <laughs> the blessing of the beard. <laughs> be be all up on y'all. <laughs> be, be up on y'all. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye!